Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, the sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. Well, the first ever high school state softball championship in Plano ISD history will have to wait another year. Uh, despite matching its deepest playoff run ever, this uh, this benchmark season by Plano Senior Softball ends in the Class 6A state semifinals. The Lady Wildcats bow out at the hands of Atascacita on Friday, four to two, out at Red and Charlene McCombs Field in Austin on the uh, the UT campus. Um, you know, going into this game, I uh, was kind of anxious to see just what how Plano would build off of uh, you know last week against Keller in the regional finals, a game which was by by any estimation one of the signature wins in program history. Um, it was a game that you know Plano was it was definitely not the kind of game that Plano had been accustomed to winning. They're not usually a team that wins, you know, too many games when they're, uh, you know, when they fail to score, I believe it's, you know, three runs. I think that was just their second win all season where they had scored, uh, you know, three runs or less. Um, but just to see kind of how they would build off of that, you know, in their first trip to, in their first trip to state, you know, the program's just their second ever trip to state first since 2011, but the first trip to Austin for, uh, for at least this, this contingent of players. Um, just anxious to see kind of how they would build off of that, you know, and in some ways, um, this uh, you know this game on Friday followed a bit of a a bit of a similar uh, manuscript at least offensively for Plano in that it took a you know it took about half the game for the team to kind of get into a rhythm from the plate um, you know much like uh, Keller you know it wasn't until you know about midway through and they were able to finally string a few at bats together get a couple runners on base um, on Friday against Atascacita kind of the same thing you know for the first uh, you know in their first 12 at bats Plano had just two base runners total um, and it wasn't until over those last uh, you know those last three four innings when things finally began to began to come into place um, the difference was though this time around was that uh, Atascacita's offense was a little bit more proactive than uh, than Keller's was this was um, a game in which Atascacita led from the first inning on. You know, they scored in the top of the first, uh, just three, uh, I believe, just three batters in. And with that, um, yeah, you had a, uh, you know, just the, uh, just the second time, I believe, in the last 19 games that Plano has lost. And the, uh, that only other loss came in Plano's playoff opener against Marcus, a 9-2 to loss, which was also a game in which they trailed um, wire to wire. Um, so let's just kind of look at uh, kind of how this game shook out. First off, in the interest of, uh, of full disclosure, I was actually an inning and a half late to this game, uh, certainly not by design. I left my office at noon for a game that began at 6. So what happened? Well, 10 minutes into my drive, I, uh, was, <laughs> I, uh, I ran into a, uh, to a pesky old flat tire. It was, I, uh, I'm not entirely sure what it was in hindsight. It was just this driving, uh, driving down 75 South right near 635, uh, about a mile or two before there was just this random chunk of metal looked like a spare car part just in the middle of one of the lanes on a, uh, on the highway. And it took out one of my tires, took out the tire for two more cars for that matter. So, um, yes, that, uh, that set me back two and a half hours and I, uh, I did not get tossed until, uh, midway through the, uh, through the second inning. So by, by the time I was there, 
there. Um, you know, Atascacita had a 1-0 lead. Um, you know, the game began on a bit of a, a bit of an inauspicious note for uh, for Plano, committing an error on the very first uh, on the very first bat for for Atascacita. So, in a sense, that kind of maybe set a, a bit of an eerie tone. You know, Atascacita was able to score. You know, a couple batters later, immediately put Plano into a 1-0 hole. You know, Plano's defense had been so sharp leading up, and um, you know, in these games, they're going to be a bit more low scoring. Um, just defensive efficiency is just it takes on such greater significance. Um, you know, so then, you know, Atascacita is this game, they, they jumped out to a 3-0 lead, and it was just, you know, the tried-and-true cliche of timely hitting working in their favor. You know, they got a runner in scoring position, um, at least one in each of the end, three of the first four innings, and that runner scored all three times um, in the first inning. It was a ground out, an RBI ground out by, uh, by Katie Simmons that scored Lauren Bazan. In the top of the third inning, once again, it was an RBI double by Katie Simmons that scored who else? Lauren Bazan. And then in the top of the uh, fourth, um, Skyler Willoughby had an RBI single um, with two outs to up the score to 3-0. And then Plano began to show some signs of life. Um, it started off there in that fourth inning, the bottom of the fourth, with an absolute just moonshot by, uh, by Lindsay Edwards. One of the, I mean, Plano is obviously, you know, the home run has been a very dominant storyline in um, just in this postseason for Plano Senior. That was their 13th home run of the playoffs, which, I mean, when you consider, I mean, I just, how many teams hit three, how many teams hit 13 home runs in a season, period, let alone 13 over the course of a, uh, of a single postseason? And this one, I mean, was one of, if not maybe the most impressive of them all. Um, Lindsay Edwards not only hit it out of the park, she cleared the scoreboard in center field in a college ballpark. I mean, that is, that, that is impressive. I mean, this was a home run that was at least 250 feet, and for extra measure, it actually took out the windshield on a pickup truck that was parked just outside the stadium. So um, a, a very emphatic blast by Plano Sr. It's, it's only fitting that Plano would hit a home run in its final game of the season. Like I said, home run has just been such a, uh, such a key piece in this team's success. I've never, I mean, in my, uh, in my near decade of, uh, you know, of covering high school softball, I cannot recall having covered a team with a uh, with this kind of just effectiveness hitting uh, hitting home runs it is it was something else to see and yeah that home run by Edwards was just an absolute beauty um, you know that cut the game to uh, to three to one and then um, you know over these last three innings you know from the fifth through seventh innings Plano had its chances there was uh, I mean they totaled uh, they left uh, they left five runners on base during that span and they had um, I mean there were runners in scoring position. In um in the fifth and sixth innings, and um just uh, just couldn't again like I said the timely hit was it was kind of there for Atascacita early on, and it just um just Plano couldn't scratch them across. They had five uh, they left five runners on base over the last uh, th- over the last three innings, but only one run to show for it. Um, the fifth inning was one that kind of stuck out as a bit of a crucial frame, and which one that once that got away, you're thinking, oh boy, it just it just might not be Plano's night. Um, you know they were able to get runners on the corners with um you know with one out, but then proceeded to uh, to line out to right field and then fly out to right field. Um, the line out was you know was kind of a. Uh, you know that was the, that was the, a sequence where kind of looking back at it, you know maybe there's a, there might have been a chance for Plano to uh, to tag up at uh, at third base, try and score, um, but a lot of respect was shown to the uh, to the throwing range of Atascasi at a right fielder Lilia Grotenheis. Um, and yeah, Plano was, um, you know, they had runners in the corners with one out, 
couldn't scratch one across, kept it at three to one. And that was just a, uh, kind of an opportunity that went awry in the sixth inning. They, um, you know, they put runners, um, they put two runners on with two outs on uh, back-to-back singles by, I believe it was Natalie O'Brien and Lily Ray. Um, but again, just a, uh, just, but then followed up with a, uh, with a ground out to end the, uh, to end the inning. Um, finally in the seventh inning, they were able to scratch that, uh, you know, scratch that, uh, that second run across this time, um, with two outs on a, uh, an RBI single by Bronte Roden. And then, um, that brought Edwards to the plate. And I mean, like I said earlier, I mean, she had that, just that devastating home run. She's been one of Plano's most effective hitters all season long. I mean, I know if you're, you know, if Plano's going to put the game in the hands of, of any player, I mean, they'll take Lindsay Edwards every day of the week and twice on Sundays with how effective she's been all season long and throughout the course of her high school career. Um, just a, uh, but yeah, just a uh, pop out end of the uh, end of the game, end of the uh, end of the season for Plano Senior. And um, you know, like I said, this was just a, uh, it was one where, like I said, just the timely hitting was there for for Atascacita and just not so much for Plano. Um, in a game where, you know, just the. Uh, it's, it was four to two. So when your game is decided by, and this is a game where it was decided by two, three runs most of the way. I mean, any any separation that you can get, any hit, just takes on such greater significance. And um, in the case of this one, um, you know, you look at Atascasio's four runs. Two of them came with two outs in the inning. So just another another check in the uh, in the timely hitting column in the in their favor. Um, let's see some uh, let's see some quick numbers from this game. Um, you know, despite Plano, uh, you know, a bit of a, a low scoring last couple of games for Plano Senior, um, scoring just two runs against Keller, scoring two runs against Atascacita. Um, Emily Knight, their leadoff hitter, was was money in both games. She had two hits against Keller, two again against Atascacita. She went two of four. Natalie O'Brien went two of three. Um, additional hits for Bronte Roden, Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Edwards, and Lily Ray. Uh, Plano total seven hits. Um, Atascacita, Atascacita did a lot of its damage early. They were very effective. They had ten hits, including three from Lauren Bazan, who added three runs, and then um, Katie Simmons, who's their uh, their cleanup hitter, only a freshman, and she was just an absolute nightmare in this one. She went two of four with three RBIs, um, very much kind of the uh, the player of the game in this one for uh, on either side. As far as the pitching matchup went, um, you had Jenica Lombrana pitching for Atascacita. She got the win. She went all seven innings, allowing seven hits, two earned runs, uh, six strikeouts. That's another aspect of this. Um, you know, just as the uh, as the playoffs kind of ramped up these last uh, these last two rounds, obviously when you get into the deeper rounds of the playoffs, you know you're expecting to face better competition, better pitching. Um, watching Plano's strikeout rate throughout the uh, throughout the playoffs was another kind of an interesting metric to gauge. Um, this was something that over the uh, through the first four rounds, Plano struck out only 13 times total, and then over these last two rounds, 17. So just in these last two games, 17 strikeouts versus 13 over the course of the entirety of the first four rounds. And like I said, that could be just a combination of, again, playing, just continuing to play better competition, better pitching, or it could just simply be law of averages because that's just, I mean, that strikeout rate with those first four rounds was just, I mean, that is that is a wild number to go on. What I believe it was, they played, what, three games against Marcus, um, one against SGP, one against Flower Mound, and two against Permian to only strike out 13 times over that stretch, considering how good teams like, you know, Marcus, 
flower mound, Permian R. I mean, that's just, that is tough to do. <laughs> that is tough to be that effective from the plate. So it could have just been things balancing out. Um, let's see, on Plano's side, um, Audrey McNeil, who, went, um, yeah, once again, just, uh, she had been, she had kind of emerged as the, uh, as their go-to from the, uh, from the second round on. And she was, I mean, she was, what, what a money postseason, how, you know, how, uh, I mean, Plano must feel great just knowing that for these next two years to have just that, uh, to that position locked down as, as vital as that is in high school softball. Um, McNeil's final game, you know, like I said, they had some, they had some success, some success hitting against her. They had 10 hits, but they were only able to scratch across, uh, four runs. Only three of them were earned. Um, McNeil adds three strikeouts. Doesn't have a walk either in this one and um yeah so that's uh that ends plano season plano uh 26 and 5 on the year um like i said they matched their deepest playoff run in program history making just the uh just the team's second ever trip to state and they should be pretty well stocked for next season you know they return six of the nine uh, of the nine starters in their lineup um, they will obviously have to replace a couple, a few key pieces um, with Emily Knight, Bronte Roden, and Lindsey Edwards being the lone seniors in that batting order. Uh, you're one, three, and four hitters. Obviously, three spots that are about as important as any in any uh, in any team's batting order. But there's still a uh, you know a solid base for uh, for Coach Pipack to build from as Plano heads into the offseason. And uh, yeah, they'll run this thing back next year and see, uh, see what happens. Um, let's see. That'll, uh, that'll just about do it for, uh, for me here, folks. I, um, once again, Hey, I appreciate y'all for checking this out. This is the, uh, this marks the, uh, the end of my, uh, of my live coverage until, uh, until volleyball and football gets rolling, uh, gets rolling in the, uh, in, in August. So, uh, I'll enjoy a, uh, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a summer break. Um, you know, Plano, <laughs> Plano ISD athletics stretched me out about as far as I could go. Um, but Hey, this was a, uh, this was a fun team to cover fun, uh, fun softball season. Um, just, uh, just a couple wins short of that, uh, of that ultimate goal. But um, yeah, still, uh, still a great year by any estimation. Obviously, if you make it to state, I mean, yeah, you're, you're obviously doing something right. So, um, yeah, that'll just about do it for me, folks. Once again, this has been Matt Welch with Star Local Media. I appreciate y'all for checking this out. We'll be back on Monday with another edition of the Star Local Media Sports sports podcast. In the meantime, y'all enjoy the rest of your weekend and I will talk to y'all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With starlocaljobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.